It's Thursday, August 22nd, 2019. The agency says as of Tuesday, it had counted more than 74,000 fires. Record wildfires from the Amazon rainforest to the Arctic North. Alaska is so warm, salmon are dying in rivers. Teen climate activist sails for New York City in a solar-powered boat. Plus... It's become clear that I'm not going to be carrying the ball. I'm not going to be the president, so I'm withdrawing tonight from the race. The 2020 Democratic climate change candidate drops out. All of those disappointments and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Look, I've been fighting climate change for 25 years, Mm -hmm. and I've never been so confident of the ability of America now to meet critical mass to move the ball. Well, I'm glad you're confident, Jay Inslee. You should run for president. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, very sad news. I know he was never actually going to become president, but I think it was really important for Jay Inslee to be in the race for the Democratic nomination. Yes, and he did succeed in driving climate change into those debates pretty much for the first time in U.S. presidential campaign history. Mm-hmm. Washington Governor Jay Inslee, the 2020 Democratic presidential candidate who made the climate crisis his primary focus and released the most comprehensive plans for solving it, did drop out of the race on Wednesday. He met the donor threshold, but not the polling threshold in time to qualify for the next round of debates hosted by the Democratic National Committee. That means that Inslee will not participate in special climate forums on CNN and MSNBC in September. But he really did force everyone else in the race, well, not everyone, but many of the other candidates to move forward with big climate plans. So I I do think he accomplished something there. And he'd make a great EPA administrator. Yes, he would. Meanwhile, global warming is turbocharging wildfire season around the globe, with massive fires burning in Alaska, Greenland, Siberia, and the Canary Islands. But the most alarming fires are in the Amazon rainforest in South America, where Brazil has seen a record number of fires this year. As of Tuesday, more than 74,000 blazes, an 84% increase over this same period last year. Satellites show a new fire starting every minute across the Amazon. Smoke from the fires can be seen from space. Conservation groups blame Brazil's right-wing president Jair Bolsonaro for the shocking increase in deforestation because of his deregulation and policies opening up the Amazon rainforest to more logging, mining, and cattle production. Nonprofit group Amazon Watch says farmers are explicitly telling Brazilian media that Bolsonaro has encouraged them to clear more forests. Mm. And like Trump, Bolsonaro is a climate change denier, of course. The Amazon rainforest generates 20% of the planet's oxygen. And as climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann noted on MSNBC, these fires are releasing even more carbon into the atmosphere, creating a self-reinforcing feedback loop that causes more warming, which in turn causes more fires. The Amazon is supposed to be 
a carbon sink. It's supposed to be helping us with climate change by taking carbon out of the atmosphere. And instead, we are turning it into a source, which means we're accelerating the buildup of these greenhouse gases in the atmosphere, worsening climate change as a result of that. In Alaska, record high temperatures for more than 50 days in a row have created tinderbox conditions with more than two and a half million acres burning. And these rising temperatures are hammering the state's wildlife and its commercial salmon industry. That's according to Jeannie Devon, communications director for the Alaska Democratic Party, in an interview on the broadcast. We have wildlife issues where salmon by the thousands are having heart attacks because the water is so warm that they can't make it to their spawning grounds. They don't survive. They just die in the rivers. Walruses are having problems. Polar bears are having problems. I mean, it's it's catastrophic. But some good news. Scientists at the Florida Aquarium in Tampa say that they have hit upon a breakthrough for the first time ever succeeding in getting an endangered Atlantic Ocean coral to spawn in a laboratory. That could save the state's endangered coral reefs from climate change and disease. And finally, Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg is right now crossing the Atlantic Ocean from Europe to New York City on a solar-powered zero-emissions racing ship to lead the global climate strike. Those are massive demonstrations that are scheduled around the world on September 20th and 27th to coincide with the United Nations General Assembly. The global climate strike was inspired by Thunberg's school strike for climate movement that has galvanized children around the world to demand that their governments act on climate change. Do you suppose she'll have the same success in lighting a figurative fire under American politicians as she has in Europe? One hopes. We'll see. Travel safely, Greta. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Rock the boat, don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat, I don't jerk the boat over. Rock the boat, I don't rock the boat, baby.